There's only one road into Key West, but you won't believe where it can take you. Travel back in time to a city rich with history. Discover amazing artists and musicians. Taste seafood fresh off the boat. Or just kick back and soak up the island vibe. For more about Key West, visit flakeys.com. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On every platform and speak to me as you come in. Come on in, everybody, everywhere. On every platform, speak to me as you come in. It's Monday night. It's time to command your day and command your week with the power of prayer. Let's get it. Let's go. Come on in, everybody. Let's get it and let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. What's up with my comments? My comments are freezing over there. Let's go. Come on, everybody. It is Monday night. It's the first Monday of the fourth quarter. Games are won in the fourth quarter. We're going to set you up for a winning uh, year uh, for the remainder of this calendar year and remain a winning fourth quarter. Come on in, everybody, wherever you are at, and speak to me as you come in. Let me just start by saying uh, God is good. It was an amazing, an amazing weekend at Harvest in Denver, online, and in Atlanta. Can we give God praise that everywhere in Denver, in Atlanta, and online, Everywhere yesterday, people gave their lives to the Lord. Can you clap that up and celebrate that in the comments? That is amazing. What's going on in my comments? There we go. Now I can see y'all. Let's go. Oh, I'm going to set you up. I got you today. I got you today. My comments, for some reason, keep freezing over here on IG, and they won't, uh, they're won't. they not populating real time. So y'all just keep it going. Uh, let's do roll call. Let's call you out. Let's see where you're at. Memphis, Tennessee, good to see you. Aurora, Cincinnati, Aurora, good to see you. Atlanta, Georgia, welcome everybody. Zambia, welcome. So glad that you are on tonight. Come on in, everybody. Speak to me as you come in. Can I get somebody to type this over there, over on um, Instagram? Text Harvest to 55498 so I can pin that comment. Boston, good to see you, Boston. Welcome everybody everywhere. So listen, this is the first prayer. This is awful that these comments will automatically populate like this should. LA, good to see you. Um, Lord, we pray for Instagram. They need to get their stuff together in Jesus' name. All right. Uh, so uh, it was an amazing weekend everywhere. Illinois, there we go. I think they got it together. See how fast prayer works? Um, now they're starting to move like they should. Um, so people got saved everywhere uh yesterday and that was amazing we are over 2500 let's give god praise for that over 2500 people this year alone that have given their lives to the lord and to god be the glory for that charlotte good to see you covington georgia welcome thank you mississippi good to see you mississippi what part of mississippi i was uh, born in denver but raised in memphis down the road down the the uh mississippi river or up yes up the mississippi river listen it's time to pray. Games are won in the fourth quarter. And this is the first prayer of the fourth quarter of 2023. 
And this is going to be uh, amazing. Good to see you, ATL, by way of Austin Beach. Welcome, Douglasville. That's Atlanta. Um, listen, guys, don't forget, don't forget our schedule this upcoming week, Wednesday, Wednesday Night Live Bible Study. It's at 7 o'clock Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern. It's going to be amazing. We started this series yesterday called The God of the Details. The God of the Details. And so we'll be in that uh, series on Wednesday. Wednesday's message is called Step by Step, Day by Day. It's going to walk with, uh, it's going to walk you through the everyday process of your journey. Sometimes we get so fixated on where we're headed that we don't enjoy the journey as we're heading there. Sometimes we get so fixed on the big picture that we don't recognize that God is into the details. He's into the small, minute details that you don't think he's even paying attention to. God is into the details. And so that's Wednesday, 7 o'clock, 9 o'clock Eastern. If you're in Denver, you can join us at 3590 Grape Street. If you're online, you can join us through our app. That's the best way to stay connected. Just text Harvest to 55498 and you make sure that you get our app and stay connected that way. Additionally, um, every day we do pop-ups. Every single day we do pop-ups and uh, it, it's literally help you command your day, command your week with a little bit of therapy, a little bit of prayer. A little bit of teaching, a little bit of prophecy. How many of you, you're enjoying the daily pop-ups? Wave at me and talk to me as you're coming in and as you're sharing today. How many of you enjoy the daily pop-ups? Let me see that. Let me see that in the comments. If you enjoy the daily pop-ups, just talk to me in these comments. Let me know that you enjoy those. I love bringing them to you. And what's really awesome to me is that there has not been one day, you all, um, that we've gone live where somebody has not come to the Lord, which is just really, really awesome. Uh, and it's important for me. It's incredible to see uh, how God is moving and how God uh, is, is doing everything that he does to, to, keep, uh, to keep people coming to him. And, uh, and we're excited about that. So that's every single day. Best way to get connected to all of that um, is uh, to text harvest to 55498 and you'll be able to do that. All right. I'm going to give you a few minutes, a few seconds rather to share. Then we're going to jump into prayer tonight. Prayer is going to be amazing. As it always is, you always know prayer is on fire. And we pray together every single Monday night for one hour, seven o'clock mountain, nine o'clock Eastern time. And I want to encourage you, uh, if you are not, if you are not, if you have not made this a priority, make it a priority. Just lock it in your calendar, seven o'clock mountain, nine o'clock Eastern time so that you can be a part of prayer. Prayer is a privilege. It's not a right prayer. It's something that we get to do. It is not something that we have to do. Prayer, we get to pray. Can you just put that in the comments? I get to pray. I get to pray. We literally get to pray. We get to go to the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the great I am. We get to pray. All right, so we got to move in what God has for day. Okay, my comments are doing that weird thing, so I've got to just keep, keep refreshing them myself. That's cool. We'll keep it moving. All right, let's go. Father, we bless you and we honor you, sir. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your love. We bless you that you are faithful, that you are mighty, that you are strong, that you're undefeated, that you're our conquering king. You are Jehovah Jireh, the Lord that is our provider. You are Jehovah Rohi, the Lord that is our shepherd. You are Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that is our healer. You are everything we need. In you, we find the answer to everything. In you, we find our peace. and you, we find our joy. and you, we find our strength. and you, we find our confidence. and you, we find our security. In you, we find everything that we need and we find who we are. We find ourselves in you. And we thank you for that tonight, God. Thank you for the privilege to pray, to be able to go to the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the great I am. We get to go above the heads of every single person, of every single individual, of every single business, of every single supervisor, of every single manager, of every single 
person in any seat of authority, and we get to go to you. You are the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the great I am. I am. In Hebrew means a year, a share, a year, which means you'll prove who you are about what you do. And we thank you, God, for consistently proving yourself to us. Can you begin to type in the comments of things that God has proven himself to be to you? Has he proven himself to be a way maker for you? Just put it in the comments. Has he proven himself to be consistent? Has he proven himself to open doors that no man can shut and shut doors no man can open? Has he proven himself to give you gates? Has he proven himself to heal you? Has he proven himself to keep you in your right mind when so many things have tried to bombard you and overtake your mind and take you down? Whenever he's proven himself to you, every platform, put it in the comments. Come on. Kelly says, my healer. Come on. Teresita says, my protector. Come on. Whatever he is, he's your provider. He's proven himself to be that. Whatever. He's proven himself to be your sanity and your strength. You would have lost your mind. Asaph, uh, in the Psalms, I believe it's Psalm 78, he says, I would have lost my mind until I went into the sanctuary and understood the end of my enemies. You've proven yourself to be, here it is, provider. You've proven yourself, Terry says, to be a healer and a protector. Sherry says to be your counselor. Miss Mo says to be your wall of protection. Cabana says to be your source. Uh, Jerome says to be your restorer. Unpredictable says to be your provider. Exclusive says to be your healer, your comforter. Come on, he's proven himself. And Father, we thank you, your joy. Sheena says your joy. Uh, Father, we thank you for what you've proven yourself to be in our lives. And for this, we give you glory in the name of Jesus. Lashana says my strength. Rita says my way maker. Christy says my all in all. Naomi uh, says he pulled you out of depression. Come on, what has he proven himself to be to you, Father? A year, I share a year. You are the great I am. You have proven yourself to be something for us. And for this, we give you glory. And for this, we say thank you in the name of Jesus. Now tonight, God, as we pray, you say that we are to approach you a certain way. We do not approach you any old kind of way. You said that we are to enter your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise. The court of a king is where the king's throne is located. And you said that as we approach you, we enter your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise. So we thank you for proving yourself to us, but we just tell you thank you. We just want to let you know we are grateful. We're grateful for another day of life. We're not complainers. We are celebrators. We are not those that are ungrateful. We are those that are grateful. We are not those that are negative. We are those that have a positive attitude. We are not those that are naysayers and backbiters. We are those that speak in the greatness of our God. Come on, we enter your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise. You don't come before a king complaining. You come before a king celebrating. Long live the king. And we thank you that that's who you are. And because you are a king, you are a God that makes decisions. Your word says that you inhabit or you are enthroned, is the Hebrew word there, in the praises of your people, which means when we come to you with praise, you take the throne. And a king only takes the throne to do one of two things. Number one, one of three things, rather. Number one, to receive gifts. We pray that you would receive our worship tonight. Receive our prayer tonight. Receive our praise tonight. We pray that it would be a sweet scent to you. This in the in the uh, 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 in the scriptures when they would offer up incense, it was about the aroma. We pray, God, that as we come to you tonight, that it would be a sweet smell to you. That we would lay ourselves on the altar. We sacrifice our way. We sacrifice our will. We sacrifice our thoughts. We sacrifice our ideologies. We sacrifice everything that we had set up. You said that many are the plants of man, but it is the Lord that directs his steps. So we lay on the altar, God, 
and sacrifice our will. We sacrifice our way. We sacrifice our ideology tonight in prayer. Let that be a sweet aroma to you. Receive the gifts, God. Receive us. Come on. Receive our sacrifice tonight. Can you just say, receive me, Lord. Receive me, Lord. Receive me. The second thing that a king was sitting on the throne for is when a king was getting ready to make some decisions. When a king was going to make decisions, he would sit on his throne and he would have scribes that were sitting on either side of his throne to record the decisions that he was getting ready to make. And tonight, God, in prayer, we pray that you would make decisions in our favor. Your word says uh, uh, in the book of Daniel that judgment was made in favor of the saints of the Most High God. That's Daniel 7 and 22. And the time came that they would possess the kingdom. We pray that tonight, God, you would make decisions in our favor as you're enthroned on our praise. Make decisions in our favor as you are enthroned in our praise. What does this mean? And whatever comes out of your mouth, God, let it be in our favor. Whatever is decided in your mind, God, let it be in our favor. And favor, what did I teach last week in the pop-up? Favor is preferential treatment. Favor is when a superior leans to an inferior to provide benefit. And favor is grace. It is super added to our natural. Every decision you make, God, let it be to our favor. We pray that you would decide to bless us. Come on, y'all. We pray that you would decide to increase us. We pray that you would decide to turn the hearts of people in our direction. We pray, God, that you would decide to heal us. We pray, God, that you would decide to open up doors that no man can shut, shut doors no man can open. We pray, God, that you would decide. What do you need him to decide for you tonight? Drop it in the comments. What is it that you need him to decide for you tonight? Because when the Lord makes a decision concerning you, it's going to get us to that third thing that he does on the throne. But make it clear tonight what you need the Lord to decide in your favor. We pray, God, that you would decide to release to us the resources that we need. Your word says in Hebrew that you would equip us to do your will. Father, so I pray, uh, Lord, that you would send us the equipment we need, the people, the places, the things, the ideas. Give us everything we need to do what you've called for us to do. Father, in the name of Jesus, give us what we need to do what you've called us to do. In the name of Jesus, I see resources, but I need you to be more specific. What type of resources? Is it money that you need? How much money do you need? Is it, is it people that you need? How many people do you need? Is it staff you need? How many staffers do you need? And whatever it is that you need, I need you to be as specific as you can in these comments. Because watch me, it, watch me, generic requests get generic answers. But specific requests get specific answers. Generic prayers get generic answers. But specific prayers get specific actions. And you are in the fourth quarter. We don't need generic. We don't need off-brand. Come on here. We don't need fruitangleos. We need fruit loops. You catch the point. Be as specific as you can. The Bible says that the effectual fervent prayers of the righteous uh, availeth much. Effectual means effective. And if, that's James 5, 16. And effective means specific and strategic. It says the if, uh, effectual fervent. Fervent means passionate and persistent. So I have to be specific, strategic, passionate, and persistent. Uh, whatever it is, writing your new book. Come on, $100,000 in grants for your business by the end of the year. Student loan forgiveness. Come on, debt free. Come on here, Erica. Finances to clear your debt. Come on, whatever it is, I need you to be as specific as you can in the comments. Because if you are not specific, he's going to decide based on what he heard you say. Numbers 14 and 28. I need you to be as specific as you can. I see restoration in some of y'all's comments. Restoration of what? 
Restoration for who? I need you to be specific as you can in the name of Jesus. Father, we will be specific and strategic. We will be persistent and passionate because we need specific results in this fourth quarter. We don't need generic. We don't just need high level. God, we need you to get into the granular details of our lives and we need you to answer. You are the God that answers. We are not praying amiss. We are not just speaking into the, into the uh, invisible and nothing's happening. You said that our words, John 16, 63, they are spirit, which means when they leave our mouths, our words are not bound by time. Our words are not bound by geographical location. When we speak, things happen. When we speak, things turn. When we speak, things change. And for that, we say thank you in the name of Jesus. Come on. When a king takes the throne, he's making decisions. He's making decisions. Whatever you need to decide, him to decide for you, decide it. Put it as specific as you can. I see cooperation. Cooperation from who? Legal settlements from who? You got to be as specific as you can in these comments. Because, Father, I stand in agreement. And you said, Matthew 18, 19, wherever two or three touch agreeing on anything, it would be done for them. Wherever two or three touch and agreeing on anything, it would be done for them. Wherever two or three touch agreeing on anything, it will be done for them. Which means I stand in agreement with you. I stand in agreement with you. I stand in agreement with you. And the Bible says if we agree, heaven, heaven makes a preemptive decision predicated upon our agreement. So I stand in agreement with you that what you have placed in these comments would get us to the third thing that a king does when he sits on a throne. He makes decrees. A decree is simply the oral version of what he's already decided. A decree simply is the king uttering what his decision is, and it makes it law. It makes it law, which means when it comes out of the king's mouth, it makes it law, which means everybody has to abide by it. Now, God, I pray that you would decree based on what you've decided, based on what we requested. That you would decree based on what you've decided, based on what we've requested. That you would decree what we have decided based on what we've requested. Which means send the angelic host to go bring us what we asked for. Send the angelic host. Angelic host means the angels that are warriors, the warring angels, the angel armies. Send the angelic host to go run us what we asked for. Send the angelic host to go bring what we asked for. Send the angelic host to go turn hearts, to go open doors, to go get keys, to go get money, to make closings come to pass, to make debts be canceled, to get into computer systems so that systems uh, wipe out debts, so that systems clear up credit. Go into the cells of the body. That I pray, God, for every person who needs physical healing. We pray that the angelic host would be released to go into the cells of everybody that needs to be healed and that it would literally strip out. I hear you loud and clear, God. That it would strip out cancer. I hear the Lord saying, for some of you, watch me, you're about to have a supernatural blood transfusion. I've never said that, I don't think, ever in my years in ministry. You're about to have a supernatural blood transfusion. What's in your blood is about to be supernaturally removed. You will go back to the doctor and the doctor will say, what was there last time? We do not see it this time. Who am I talking to now? There's something in your blood. Wave your hand now in Jesus name. That will be a praise report for Samuel 319. And the Lord was with the man of God and he did not let one of his words fall to the ground. 
I heard the Lord loud and clear. He's sending angels into your blood. Father, send the angels wherever we need them to go. Send them to the car dealership to go to release the car. Send them to the building to make them drop the price. Send them to the person that needs to make us the offer that we cannot refuse and make them, don't let them rest tonight, God. Don't let them rest tonight, God. Don't let them rest tonight, God. Don't let them rest tonight, God, until they call us, until they text us and release what we want and to release what we ask for in the name of Jesus. Release the angelic host to go to war for us. Release the angelic host to go fight for us. Release the angelic host to make things happen for us. In the name of Jesus, your word, God says in Psalm 103 and 20, that angels hearken unto the voice of your word. Here it is. Bless the Lord, you his angels that excel in strength. God, send strong angels on our behalf. An angel is a messenger for the Lord. An angel is a servant of the Lord. Send the servants that excel in strength to hearken into the voice of his word, the voice of his decree. Which means angels are listening for decrees so that they can go deliver. We pray that our angels would deliver what we've asked for, that our angels would deliver what we've asked for, that our angels would deliver what we've asked for. Let's shift seats. Father, we sit in the seat of the intercessor. This, according to John chapter 9, is to pray for someone that cannot pray uh, to God directly on their own. The scripture says in John 9 that the only prayer heard of an unsaved person is the prayer of salvation. So that means as an intercessor, we're about to go to God on behalf of somebody that can't go on their own. So tonight, in the name of Jesus, you drop the name. You can even tag them. You can put their initials of every person that you know that does not know the Lord. Let's pray that in this fourth quarter that they come to the Lord. Let's pray that in this fourth quarter that they come to the Lord. Wherever they're at, whatever lifestyle they're in, whatever belief system they're in, whatever customs they're practicing, whatever job they're in, whatever country they're in, whatever they're in, none of that matters. None of that matters because we're going to speak salvation to their lives. We pray that God would go get them. We pray that God would go get them. Holy Spirit, you said that no man comes to the Lord except the Spirit draw. So, Father, we pray that you draw every background, every race, every pedigree. Everybody is included. Nobody is excluded. There is no place too low where the blood of Jesus cannot flow. There is nobody that's too high where the blood of Jesus cannot draw nigh. We speak these names, God, and we pray that they be served and saved and serving you in this fourth quarter. That they be saved and serving you in this fourth quarter. I just heard the Lord say something crazy, y'all. Please flow with me tonight. I heard the Lord say to even pray for the salvation of your enemies. Did you hear what I just said? Even pray for the salvation of your enemies. Now, this is going to take maturity because you cannot pray for somebody you hate. It's going to be very difficult. So, Father, we forgive every person that we deem an enemy or every person that we deem to be a Judas or a betrayer or any person that we deem to be against us. So, Father, in Jesus' name, we pray for them right now. Come on, y'all. Drop it in the comments. Drop it in the comments. We pray for them right now, God. I just heard you loud and clear say to pray for their salvation. You said to pray for our enemies and those that spitefully use us and those that even persecute us. Right? Because in doing so, we would heap hot coals upon their head. Father, we don't do it for that reason. That's just a, a, a side uh, result of that. That's Romans chapter 12. But we pray for them now in the name of Jesus. And God, we pray that you would breathe their salvation, bring them to you, Lord. What's an enemy? That's any person, place, thing, or idea that opposes our forward progress. So we pray for them right now, God. This is maturity, but this is how we get blessed. That's why in the book of Job 42, 
The Bible says that when Job prayed for his friends that had given him bad information to one of they'd given him bad counsel, reader. They told him the wrong thing. They did not give him accurate information. The Bible says that when he prayed for them, that then the Lord turned Job's captivity. And tonight I heard the Lord say that the maturity you just walked in in the last 60 seconds is going to turn what would not turn for you. Who am I talking to, praying with, prophesying to right now? Your willingness to pray for who's against you. Your willingness to pray for who does not like you. Your willingness to pray for who runs their mouth about you is about to turn what would not turn for you. In Job 42, when Job prayed for those that had come against him, the Bible says, then the Lord turned Job's captivity. And I pray that what has not turned, what would not work, what would not click, what would not go forward, that tonight, because you have walked in maturity, that tonight, because you have walked in obedience to the word of the Lord, that he turned your captivity because you just proved that that situation is not going to stop you. You just proved that that situation is not going to block you. You just proved that you are not immature. You just proved that you can let it go. And I heard the Lord say, the moment you let that go, he let go of what you were praying for. The moment you let that go, he let go of what you just requested a few minutes ago. We will not be stopped in this fourth quarter. We will not be blocked in this fourth quarter. So according to Mark 11 and 25, we release all bitterness, hurt, pain, and unforgiveness against others and ourselves tonight in the name of Jesus. And we call him the same thing you did for Job in Job 42, that when he prayed for them, you turn his captivity. When he prayed for them, you turn the situation for him. And we pray, God, that if you're no respecter of persons, if we did what Job did, that we would get the same result that Job got. And we would get the same result that Job got in Jesus' name. Guys, for just one second, drop an amen in the comments. I need to teach you something right here in prayer. But first, make sure you share across every platform. Now my comments are working on IG because when you share, people get saved. I need you to listen to this verse. I need you to listen to this verse from Job 42 because I've never, I, we've prayed for release on hurt, pain, bitterness, unforgiveness. I don't recall the time that I've ever said what I just said. And why is that significant? Because the Lord, hear me, and please don't hear this, this arrogance of pride. For those of you who've been with me for a while, you already know that's not even how it moved. Um, but 1 Samuel 3, 19, it says, and the Lord was with the man of God and did not let any of his words fall to the ground. So whenever I begin saying things that I've not said before, I understand it's because God wants to do something for the people that are connected to me that he's never done before. And so in this fourth quarter, you're going to get what has never been seen. You're going to receive what's never been done. Listen to this verse from Job 42. Um, in Job 42, from uh, verses 1 through 6, Job repents for how he's acted. If you don't know the story of Job, Job basically goes through two days. They weren't consecutive days, but it were two individual days that were devastating. Job lost everything. He lost his children. He lost his business. He lost his livelihood. He lost property. He lost livestock. He lost many things on a period of two different days. The second day, the Bible says that Job's body is attacked and he's got these boils all over his body. And his body is going through great uh, 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 internal warfare. Job goes through 40 chapters. 40 is the biblical number of wilderness. It's the biblical number of wandering. 40 years in the wilderness. Moses, 40 years on the backside of the mountain. Jesus fasted and prayed for 40 days and 40 nights, right? You catch the principle. So 40 is the number of wilderness. So for 40 chapters, drop a 40 in the comments. 
For 40 chapters, Job doesn't handle it right. For 40 chapters, Job doesn't handle it right. And for some of you, you have to hear me. This fourth quarter is so important because the truth is, the rest of this year really doesn't matter. What's going to matter most is this fourth quarter. you got to hear me. What's going to matter most is this fourth quarter. It really doesn't matter what went wrong in the first three quarters. It really doesn't matter who walked out in the first three quarters. It really doesn't matter. Are you ready for me? How many fumbles you've had? Has anybody fumbled the ball so far this year? It doesn't really matter how many screw-ups you had. Anybody screwed up in the first three quarters? It doesn't matter the doubt you had. It doesn't matter the failures that you had. The truth is games are won in the fourth quarter. Games are won in the fourth quarter. Listen to this verse because this is the way the King James reads it. And the Lord just gave me this revelation that I got to give to you. I said it, but I got to make sure you heard it. And then we're going to cover it in prayer. So for 40 chapters, Job handles his situation wrong. At one point, Job curses the day he's born. At one point, Job is like, why am I even here? At one point, Job is like, listen, take me out of here. He handles it wrong for 40 chapters. But then, watch me. But then, you got to hear me. There was an October surprise. An October surprise is a political term that means before an election, something happens in the month of October that turns the direction of the election. You better hear me. This is an October surprise. God, we pray an October surprise for us. Something that happens in October that changes the total trajectory of the rest of the year. Something that happens in October that changes it. And Job 42, verses 1 through 6, Job repents for how he's handled things. And he says, Lord, forgive me. He says, I never should have said it. I never should have acted that way. I was saying stuff I didn't know nothing about. I was mad. I was upset. And, and, and listen to this very carefully. Verse 10, Job 42 and 10. Hey, oh, my God. Job 42, 10. Come on, y'all. What month are we in? The 10th month of this calendar year. 42, 10. And Job 42.10, it says, and the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. And the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Listen to me carefully as we pray this tonight. Job 42.10, 42.10. The Bible says that when Job prayed for his friends who had acted as enemies, one of them was like, well, you must be sinning. That's why you lost everything. One of them was, they were giving him bad information. So really, even though they were supposed to be friends, they were giving Job friendly fire. What we just did, when you just prayed for people that were against you, when you just prayed for people that you deem as an enemy or people who are trying to come against you, what you just did, hear me clearly, is activate Job 42.10. This is the 10th month of the calendar year. God plays the numbers. It's called Gematria. So you're like, he's all in the numbers because God's all into the numbers. He wrote a whole book called Numbers, which is based on the various senses that were taken. Numbers matter to God. Numbers matter to God. Numbers matter to God. You've got to hear that. The Bible says that when Job did that, the Lord turned the captivity. What does this mean? What does this mean? That for the 40 chapters Job was in, he was captive. He was held captive. In other words, he was locked up, messed up, jacked up, tangled up, towed up, roped up, messed up for 40 chapters. But watch me. But Job had the key to get out, and the key was in his own mouth. Job had the key to get out, and the key was, watch me, was when he prayed for them. Notice. It didn't even say when he forgave them, but to pray for them, he had to forgive them because you can't pray for who you hate. It's going to be real difficult. 
It's going to be real difficult. It's going to be real difficult. For some of you, you're involved in battles with people and you've been praying, Lord, get them. God says, no, pray for them because I'm going to use you to get them to me. I'm going to use you to get them saved. I'm going to use you to get them to me. This is bigger than you. It's bigger than you. So for every person on here where you did not do what I just said a minute ago, please follow these instructions. I heard the Lord say, come back to this again. Come back to this again. Come back to this again. There are some people that you need to forgive and you need to pray for. Some enemies, people, places, things, and ideas. You need to forgive and you need to pray for. If you did not drop their initials, put their initials or put their whole name, listen, wherever, do what you got to do. Put it in the comments right now, right now, because you're not going into the fourth quarter with unforgiveness. You're not going into the fourth quarter with bitterness. You're not going into the fourth quarter in captivity. The Bible says that when Job prayed for them, then the Lord turned his captivity, which means, Job, you were a captive. You were a captive. You were a captive. You were a prisoner. You were locked up in this situation. You were tied up in this situation. You were locked up in this. But the moment you prayed for them, Joe, I turned your captivity. I turned your captivity. I took you out of the prison that you were in. I took you out of the debt that you were in. Come on here. I took you out of the issue that you were in. I took you out of the mess you were in. I just heard the Lord say this. For some of you, who you need to pray for is yourself because you have been in a battle with you to where you have not even liked you. You've been questioning why the heaven, hell, and earth you've been doing what you're doing. If it's you who you need to pray for and forgive, I need you to just talk this in the comments. Me, 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 me. Because for some of you, your greatest enemy has been your enemy. That's where your fight's been. That's where your battle's been. That's where your challenge has been. I see you. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. You've been mad at you. You've been upset with you. You've been looking back, I should have did this, I should have did that. You about to get yourself out of captivity tonight. Put me, whatever platform that you are on tonight, put me, if that's you. Put me, if that's you. Because I heard the Lord say, for some of you, watch me, you are about to release yourself. You're about to release yourself. You're about to release yourself. And I hear the Lord saying tonight, Father, I hear you saying that you will clear up regret. We will not live in 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 shoulda, woulda, coulda. We will not live, and I wish I would have taken advantage of that moment. I hear the Lord saying in the fourth quarter, I hear the Lord saying you get another shot. Come on, y'all, just flow with me tonight in prayer. I hear the Lord saying you will get another shot. You will get another shot in the fourth quarter. You're going to get the ball again. In the fourth quarter, you're going to get the ball again. In the fourth quarter, you're going to be able to run the play again. But this time, you won't fumble it. But this time, you won't stumble with it. But this time, you won't mess it up. It is the fourth quarter, and games are lost, and games are won. In the fourth quarter, I hear you loud and clear. Who am I talking to in prayer tonight? Y'all got to follow me. It's a little prayer, prophecy, and preaching on and teaching. Everything's happening at the same time tonight. In the name of Jesus, you will get another opportunity and you will not mess this one up. You will get another opportunity and your phone's about to ring and your name's about to be brought up and your text message is about to be full and you're about to get another email. 
You will not fumble at this time. You will not fumble at this time. You will not fumble at this time. You will not drop at this time. Oh, God. You will not drop at this time. You will not drop it. Sometimes you fumble it because you couldn't get a good handle of it. This is the position you take when you're running back. This, uh, uh, you put the, you do your arms like this, and then you hold the ball like this. I know that from football, right? I was a fullback. Uh, I, you, this is how you hold it, and you get it. Sometimes you fumble it because you never got a good grip of the ball. You hold it like this. You never got a good grip. Sometimes you dropped it because something hit you that made you drop it. You will not drop it in the fourth quarter. You will not fumble it in the fourth quarter. Watch me. For some of you, what was thrown at you was a pass. You will catch it, and you will run with it. You will catch it and you will run with it. Now, Father, whatever the it is, you make it specific for us because the it is going to be different for each one of us. But whatever the it is, God, you make it specific for us. And for this, we give you glory. And for this, we give you glory. We speak Joe 42-10 over this fourth quarter. Joe won the game at the last minute. Come on here. Joe won the game at the last minute. In Jesus' name, drop an amen on every platform. Do me a favor, share. When you share, people get saved. I got to give you a little bit more revelation as we're praying this thing tonight. As we're praying this thing tonight. Guys, prayer is not monolithic. Monolithic, mono word. Mono meaning one. Prayer is not blah, 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 in Jesus' name, amen. When we pray, he responds. So when we pray, then I give you revelation. When we pray, I give you revelation. When we pray, I give you revelation. God is responding to us as we pray tonight. And this is why when we pray, it jumps from prayer into prophecy, into teaching, into prayer, into prophecy. You see, you see that? That whole little flow, that's how prayer goes. Because he's responding to us real time. You got to hear me. He's responding to us real time. God's not waiting until next week to respond. He's not waiting until next month to respond. He's responding real time. Drop that phrase in the comments, real time. He's responding real time to us, right? I got to give you this revelation from Job 42. So in Job chapter one, Job goes through the loss. And Job, or there's a meeting about Job, and then Job goes through the loss. All right, that's the first attack. In Job chapter two, Job goes through the second attack. And in Job chapter two, we're introduced to those three friends that end up, um, um, Job ends up having to pray for because they're supposed to be friends, but they act like enemies. I pray that we would recognize, oh God, when friends shift to enemies, let's go. I pray, God, that we would recognize when friends shift to enemies. Because sometimes part of our journey will be that those that were supposed to block for us become blocks to us. I pray that when we recognize when help has become a hindrance. Y'all better pray with me tonight, Jesus. I pray that we would recognize when what was supposed to help us has now turned into a hindrance to us. I pray that when we would recognize when someone that was supposed to add to us is now subtracting from us. I pray that I pray that we would recognize when somebody that was supposed to multiply us is now starting to divide us. I pray that we would not give our ears. Y'all gotta go with me. Ah, God's presence is so strong. I pray that we would recognize when there's been a shift in the seat that they're in so that we would not let their shift shift us. We would not let their shift shift us. We would not let their shift shift us. We would, see, watch me. When we're introduced to Job's friends in Job 42, the Bible says, that, or Job chapter 2, excuse me, that for seven days they don't even speak. They don't even speak seven days and seven nights because Job was grieving so much. So when they show up, they're there as help, Rita. 
When they show up, Erica, there, there is help. Kizzy, when they show up, there, there is help. But what ends up happening? That over the next 40 chapters, help turns into a hindrance. And this is bigger than friends. God, show us, oh my God, show us when anything in our lives shifts from help to hindrance. Show us when anything, uh-oh, in our thinking shifts from help to hindrance. I just heard the Lord loud and clear. For some of you, shit, hey, grand your caution was a help, but now it's got you living scared. It's a hindrance. Show us, God. Show us, God. Who am I talking to as we pray tonight? For some of you, watch me, you, your, your suspicion, okay, it, 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 started out as, it started out as discernment, okay? Discernment is a, is, is a skill. That's very different than the gift of discerning of spirits. That's a spiritual gift. Discernment just means that I can distinguish difference. That's discernment, okay? Don't confuse discerning of spirits, the spiritual gift, as discernment, which is a skill. You're going to be taught to discern. It's the ability to recognize difference. It started out as discernment, but now it's turned into suspicion. So it started out helping you, but now you're making new people pay for the sins of old people. Show us, God. It started good, but then that thing got toxic in us. Show us, God, what started good but got toxic in us. For some of you, you started out looking at, you started out honorable, but then you got dishonorable. I pray God show you where you got dishonorable. Come on here, y'all. Pray with me tonight. Lord, show us. Show us what started right but then turned wrong in us. Show us what started right but then shifted in us. Show us. What started good, but then it became bad in us. Show us what started as wine was supposed to get better over time, but then it became spoiled milk in us. Show us so we can clean it up. Because we are not doing that in the fourth quarter. We are not doing that in the fourth quarter. Show us, God. Show us, God, so we can clean it up. TK says, I'm checking myself now. Show us, God, so we can clean it up. Show us where our worship, I hear you, Lord, where our worship shifted from being about you to being about how we feel. It started pure, but then it became perverted. Show us, God. Show us, God. It started pure, but then it became perverted because we made it about us. This is what I want to do. This is how I feel. This is what I think. We were meant to be to your pleasure, not for you to be to our pleasure. We were meant to serve you not for you to serve us. Show us, God. And then don't just show us, because a lot of people see and don't do nothing. We are not those that just see and say, oh, look at that. No, we are those that do something with what you show us. We are those that do something with what you show us. We are those that do something with what you show us. We are those that do something with what you show us. So let us get it right. Let us fix it. Let us correct it. Let us check it. We will check ourselves. You said that if we judge ourselves, God, that we would not have to be judged. You said that if we would check ourselves, that's 1 Corinthians 11 and 31, that if we judged and corrected ourselves, you would not have to judge and correct us. So, Father, don't just show it to us. Let us check it. Let us correct it. Let us fix it. Because we need this fourth quarter to be epic. 
We need this fourth quarter to be mind-blowing in a good way. We need this fourth quarter to be everything that we prayed for and more. We need this fourth quarter to be huge. We need this fourth quarter to be a blessing. We need this fourth quarter to be debt-free. We need this fourth quarter to be healing. We need this fourth quarter to birth statistics. We need this fourth quarter to turn the captivity. We need this fourth quarter to let us get a win in Jesus' name. I'm almost to the place I need to get to this Job 42. So Job 1, he has his first attack, Job does. Loses everything. Job 2, um, he ends up, do me a favor, share whatever platform you're on. In Job 2, um, Job's body's attacked, and we meet these three friends. They start out as help, but they shift to being a hindrance. So for the next 40 chapters, 40 is the biblical number of wilderness. For the next 40 chapters, Job doesn't handle it right. He's dealing with these friends. There's the spirit that Job confronts uh, that we see. Uh, do I want to go there, Lord? There's the spirit that Job confronts um, in Job chapter 41. And it mentions, uh, I, I don't want to go there, not tonight. It mentions uh, Leviathan, but we're not, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there tonight. We'll go there on a pop-up later on. Because in Job 41, um, Job confronts this particular spirit that he has to deal with and he has to conquer. But we're not going to go there tonight. Then we get to Job 42. In Job 42, in Job 42, in Job 42, um, the very last chapter of the book of his life, in Job, or the, that we see, in Job 42, at the very last minute, Job wins the game. Games are won in the fourth quarter. 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 But look at me. It really doesn't matter what has happened in the first three quarters of this year. It really doesn't matter. And I'm not discounting it. I'm just saying the winning plays are going to be played in this fourth quarter. In this fourth quarter. Crystal, at the very end, in Job 42, in Job 42, after all these chapters of mess and junk and drama and foolishness and all that, in Job chapter 42, Job finally repents. And then when Job prays for his friends, the Bible says that the Lord turns Job's captivity and gives them double what he had before. Now, I know sometimes that phrase can be cliche. And the only reason it's cliche is because one of two things. One, you've never gotten it. Or two, you didn't pay attention to the fact that you did get it. I'll say that again. One, you've never gotten it. Or two, you never paid attention to the fact that you did get it. Some of you are like, I never got double. You should actually go check the records because you did. And if for some of you, you've never seen it yet. You've never seen it yet. But I want you to release this word over your fourth quarter. Because the last three months of this calendar year will be better than the first time. Say in Jesus' name, I just want you to release this and say, say double for my trouble. Say double for my trouble. Say double for my trouble. Just please put that in the comments. And I'm going to give you two scriptures to back it up. And then we got one more place to go. We got to hurry up because we got 13 minutes left on prayer tonight. Just say double for my trouble. Double for my trouble. Okay. Don't let this be cliche tonight. Do not let this be cliche. Some of you, you never gotten it. This quarter will be the first quarter you get it. Some of you, you've gotten it. You didn't go check the records. I've had to, I checked the records. Oh, he's done this for me multiple times. For some of you, you're going to have multiple doubles. Come on here. For some of you, you're going to have multiple doubles. You got multiple doubles. Double for your trouble. 
So listen to what the Bible says. When Job, all he did was pray for who had shifted and became an enemy. And for some of you, this is, this is the missing link for you. What we just did. This is, the this is why the enemy wants to keep you offended. Say, I will not be offended. Oh, God. Take us in. This is why the enemy wants to keep you pissed off at somebody. Don't be offended by the strong word. Say, I will, just say, I will not be ticked off. Say, ticked off. How about that? You cannot. This is why the enemy wants to have you mad with people. Say, I will not be mad. It doesn't mean that what they did wasn't angering. It just means I'm not going to be mad about it. I'm going to let that go. I got to let that be like water off my back. I got to let that be like witch hazel on my face. Let's go. I will not be offended. I will not be ticked off. I will not be mad. I won't be. Because if the enemy can get you stuck in that, he keeps you stuck. You can't be. You can't be. Mm -mm. Don't let, uh -uh. Nothing can offend me. Mm -mm. You can't. You just can't do it. You can't do it. You won't be ticked off. You won't be mad. You won't be offended. You have to let it go. Well, Bishop, they get away with it. Look at me. You're not God. You stop worrying about what people getting away with and not getting away with. God got it. Deuteronomy 32.5 says, vengeance and recompense is the Lord's. Vengeance means he'll get them. Recompense means he'll pay you back for what they did. Those belong to the Lord. When you start trying, look at me. When you start trying to get vengeance, you are trying to play God. And the problem is when you try to play God, then God says, well, then good. Since you want to be God, you do it. I'll get out your way. You want to be on the throne? You be on the throne. You be God then. You try to get them back then. You try to clap back then. You be angry then. You do it. Let's see how far you go. Come on. Terry says I needed this. Galen says I needed this. Come on here. All right. You cannot do that. This fourth quarter, you got to go in this thing clean. You got to go in here with this clean green line green. Let's go. <laughs> you got to go into this fourth quarter clean and green. Green is the color of prosperity. Come on here. You got to. God's got that. Hazel, God's got that. God's got that. You, you are not God. Can I be honest with you all? This has been, this lesson right here is so crucial. Because let me tell you something. When you do what I do, your heart has to be, in many ways, a revolving door. Um, because you will have people who come in, and then you will have people who, you know, exit. You have people who you are the best thing since sliced bread. Like they can't believe that you and bread are not on the same page in the in the in the in the uh, uh, encyclopedia. Right? That can be one day, and then the next day, please remove me from your list. <laughs> you know, it's just the way it works. Okay, it's the way it works. And every person that's ever built a business, every person that's ever done anything significant, you get it. Anybody where you've ever built something where you had to deal with people changes, just say, I get it. And look at me, that's normal. Everybody hear me, that's a normal part of life. That's normal. That's a normal part of life. What's wrong? It doesn't mean anything's wrong. Let me help you. Let me help somebody. You gotta hear me. Let me help somebody. Let me, let me help somebody. Um, every healthy body always ejects what doesn't fit. I got several, I'm a, I'm a doctor, but not an MD. I have several medical professionals on LPNs, RNs, CNAs, whatever, um, that are on. You all testify that I'm telling the truth. A healthy immune system 
will will eject what's trying to what's trying to kill it. Am I right or am I right? A healthy immune system will eject something that's a foreign toxin. Am I telling the truth? Yes, 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 yes. For some of you, you got to hear me. You keep thinking, what's wrong with me? What's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? Can I give you revelation? What if the issue isn't necessarily that there's something wrong with you? You ready? You ready for this? If you don't shout, I'm walking off this studio. What if you're just healthy? And because you're healthy, Dominique, because you're healthy, you eject what's the toxin. So you feel lonely, but you're not lonely, you're healthy. Come on here. You, you may feel frustrated, but it, watch me, but it's because you're healthy. If y'all don't praise, I'm walking on, I'm getting up out this seat. You better give God a praise for that. What if that's your real issue? You keep thinking, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? What's wrong? With me? Maybe. This ain't for everybody. Okay, please hear me. I am not talking to everybody right through here. I am not talking to everybody right through here. But for some of y'all, what if the issue is you're healthy? And your health is what's ejecting some all these toxic people with their toxic issues, with their toxic mess, with their toxic friendship and their toxic relationships and their sickness. Their sickness cannot dwell in your healthy environment. And every time you try to pull them closer, watch me, your health, your immune system pushes them out. Talk to me. Every time you try to snatch them up closer, your immune system pushes them away and says, nope, this is too healthy. You do not fit because you're sick. Yeah. Good God. Good God. Who did that just help? Who did that just help? Maybe the issue is not that something's wrong. Maybe the issue is you're healthy. Because every healthy body says, you don't belong here. You don't belong here. You don't belong here. To toxins. You can't come up in here. You can't come up in here. Come on, we got to go. We got six minutes left in prayer. And Joe, come on, stay on whatever platform you're on. We got to go. And Job 42, and Job 40 and the two, um, chapters one through six, verses one through six, Job repents. Job 7 through 9, the Lord rebukes Job's friends. Job 42, 10, Job prays for his friends who we already talked about them. And the Bible says the, late, the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Father, we pray uh, this. Let me give you a cross-referencing scripture, Zechariah 9, 12. This is so good to me. This is so good to me. This is so good to me. Let me read this to you. Let me read this to you. Uh, let me read it to you in the uh, New Living Translation, Zechariah 9, 12. Father, we speak this over our fourth quarter. Zechariah 9, 12, it says, today, I promise you this very day, I will repay you two blessings for each of your troubles. We got a cross-reference in scripture. That's all we needed. I will repay you two blessings. This is the Lord's promise for every one of your troubles. So when Job and Job 42, 10 got double for his trouble, this is a promise that's echoed in Zechariah 9, 12. I pray, I prophesy, we decree and we declare in the fourth quarter of 2023, God, that for every trouble we've encountered, that we would receive two blessings according to your word in Job 
and Zechariah 9.12. We speak double over this second half for every trouble. You ready? Which means, okay, y'all see, I gotta get out. I gotta get out. I'll be back. I'll be back. Okay. For every one of us that said, God, why am I having to deal with so much resistance? Wait for me. Why am I having to deal with so much trouble? Why am I having to deal with so many issues? Could it be that God says, I'm going to let you deal with a whole lot of trouble and a whole lot of issues in these first three or these first three quarters, these first nine months? Because I already know the math I'm mathing. And the math I'm mathing is for every one of those troubles, I'm going to give you a double blessing. Talk to me in these comments. For every person where you were too confused, here's your answer. God, why so much? Why so many issues? Why so much? Why all this resistance? This is too much. The Lord says, I was mathing another math. And the math I was mathing was that I was going to give you two blessings for every trouble. So you had a whole hell of a lot of trouble. Because you're about to have a whole heaven, a lot of blessings in Jesus' name. If you agree with that, I need you to release a praise on that in the comments. Release a praise. Crystal says nonstop since January. Good. Then that means you're going to have nonstop blessing in the fourth quarter. This is what we're praying over this fourth quarter. This is the first prayer over the fourth quarter. Two, this is his promise. Two blessings for every trouble. Look at me. He did not say that the blessings were going to be commensurate to the trouble. He just said that you're going to get two blessings for every trouble you've had, which means maybe you had some trouble in one area. And he says, I'm going to give you two blessings for every trouble, which means maybe you had trouble with your family. He's going to give you two blessings in your finances. Shut your mouth. I mean, I don't mean literally shut your mouth. I mean, it's good. Maybe, maybe you had trouble in your body but he's going to give you two blessings with your family. He just said, for every trouble you've had, I'm going to give you two blessings. It's, it's kind of like, you give me you give me a dollar, I'm going to give you two. If you do the math, you're going to come out ahead. Father, let the fourth quarter reflect that we come out ahead. Let the fourth quarter reflect that we are advancing. Let the fourth quarter reflect that we have moved further. A blessing is when God does something for us through somebody. And we thank you for it now in Jesus' name. Guys, there's another scripture I wanted to get to, but I'm out of time. But I'm out of time. Um, so we're going to have to get to it in the pop-ups this week. The prayer blessed you tonight. It blessed me. Oh, my God. That thing blessed me. Job won the game in the fourth quarter. Job was losing the first three quarters. He was losing for 40 chapters. He's losing. Really, technically, 41 chapters. He was losing. And it was at the very end. Let me let me at least finish this out. Can I finish this out? Let's finish this out. So, Job 42.10. And the Lord turned the captivity of... Put your name in the comments. Put your name right there. When he prayed for his friends, the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Let me, let me read you these last two verses. Last few verses, we're going to pray this over our fourth quarter. Verse 11. There came, I'm going to read King James Version. There came to him all his brethren and his sisters and all that he had been acquaintances with before. 
and they ate bread with him in his house and they bemoaned him and comforted him over the evil that this is so good that the Lord had brought upon him. I have to teach that later. Every man also gave him a piece of money and everyone gave him an earring of gold. I just need you to type this in the comments, say money coming and make it specific, say money's coming to me. Because I'm not teaching to be money, honey, or materialistic. I'm just showing you what the Bible says. So don't hear this as being money, hunger, materialistic. We don't chase money. Money chases us. We don't chase things. Things chase us. We don't. Things don't have us. We have things. But I just, did you read that? I just read that from your Bible. That's in your Bible. That's in your Bible. That's in your house right now. That's in your Bible. That's in your living room. That's on that coffee table with that furniture with the plastic on it. That's in your grandma's Bible. That's in your Bible on your phone right now. Money's coming to me. The Bible says that all of these people who have been acquaintances, his brothers and his sisters, they all came, they brought him money, and they gave him an earring of gold. In other words, and what's the significance of the earring? Now think about it. How many earrings can one man wear? Right? And, and that's a whole cultural thing that I don't have time to teach tonight. But the significance of that, it, it was like Job had a new rank. Job had a new level of authority. Money's coming, resources are coming. Resources are coming to me. They're going to be handed to me. Oh my God. Some of you are like, why wouldn't God let so and so do this? It's going to be handed to you. Lord, I hear you loud and clear. You know why God wouldn't let you buy it? Because He's going to make somebody hand it to you. Father, whatever you wouldn't let us buy in the first three quarters, make somebody give to us in the fourth quarter this year. Who am I talking to right there? Come on, it's 801. We really have to go. Verse 12. So the Lord blessed the latter end of Job more than the beginning. He had 14,000 sheep. That was double what he had. 6,000 camels. That was double what he had. 1,000 yoga boxes. He had 500. And 1,000 donkeys. He had 500. He also had seven sons and three daughters. And he called the name of the first Jemima. The second Kizia. The name third. It lists all the names. Um, let's get down to verse 15. And in all the land, there were no women found so fair as the daughters of Job. Here's how one version says that the new kids look better than the old kids. Let me prophesy and let's speak this over our second, of our fourth quarter. Your new circle will be better than your previous circle. Come on here. Oh God, let me speak to every manager, every supervisor, every leader. Your new team will be better than your previous team. Come on, say yes, Lord, in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord, in Jesus' name. Bible says, that the new kids look better than the previous kids. They, they, they looked better. They, they acted better. They were better. What he gives you in the fourth quarter will be better than the previous. In Jesus' name. Let's go. Verse 16. After this, Job lived 140 years, and he saw his sons and his sons' sons down to four generations. Therefore, Job um, died being full of days. He won the game in the fourth quarter. God, whatever we're in, Whatever we're in, let us win in the fourth quarter. In Jesus' name we pray. We got to go, guys. Uh, a prayer bless you tonight. I want to encourage you to sow. We're sowing 42.10 for Job 42.10. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to get this seed in the ground. We're sowing 42.10. Um, you can do more than that. You can do 410, whatever. Just put those numbers in it. 4210. Put those numbers in whatever you sow tonight. Maybe you want to do 4,000. Great. Maybe you don't want to do 400. Do it. Maybe you want to do 2140, whatever. Put 4210 in your seed tonight and just here's what you're going to call this seed. You're going to call this seed Q4 for the fourth quarter. Q4. That's what you're going to call the seed. Crystal says he's done 40, 421. Sow it. 
We're going to target our seat tonight, and we're going to cover this fourth quarter, all right? How can you sow that? Use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Formal with the number two. PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, GiveLify. All of that is available. The email is uh, hello at harvestchurch.church. Hello at harvestchurch.church if you want to give it that way. All right, you can do it that way, all right? Um, and again, the cash app is dollar sign, Bishop Formal with the number two. Last thing I want to do, and certainly not least, if you're on here tonight, and you're not a Christian. Tonight is your night. Second, if you're giving your life to the Lord, you've not been faithful. Tonight's your night to come back. And third and finally, like this woman, I don't really know where things are at with God. Tonight's your night to be sure. You are not forsaken. You are not lost. You're not trash. You're not a mistake. Mm -mm. You are loved by God. I don't care if you're a PED, PED, a PhD or a GED. I don't care if you thought Jesus uh, 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 was Jesus. I don't care. Tonight is your night. If you're saved, can I get you not to hop off of the stream? Can I get you to begin to pray for people to come to the Lord tonight? Begin to pray for people to come to the Lord tonight. And let me say this, that scales will fall off our eyes, scales will fall off our ears so that people would come to the Lord. If you're praying, you drop a prayer hand emojis real quick. Let's watch a miracle. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure wherever you're at, you do that hand the emoji or you say it's me. One, two, three. Respond right now, wherever you're at. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. Wherever you're at, tonight is your night. I'm watching the comments. I've got online ambassadors watching every platform for comments tonight to see your responses. Over 2,500 people have come to the Lord. There's one so far this year. And that's because we pray. This matters to us. There's two. We got you. We got you. More importantly, God's got you. There's balloons over here, too. I don't know what's up with these graphics coming up like that. There's three right there. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. As you start this fourth quarter, start it right with God. And I pray that you wouldn't fall away. I pray that you would not get, I saw somebody had to comment, lost in the sauce. That's number four. I pray that you would not get lost in the sauce. I pray that life would not, life so hard that you lose God. There is nothing more important to protect than your relationship with the Lord. There is nothing more important to protect than your relationship with the Lord. There's at least one more that's on prayer tonight. Wherever you're at, if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. Where's the fifth? There's at least five. I think there's more than that, but I know there's at least five. There is at least five. There's at least five tonight. Somebody's watching. You're like, it's okay. It's between me and God. They don't need to see that. Actually, not true. Jesus said, if you deny him publicly, he'll deny you. If you deny him publicly, he'll deny you. So tonight is your night to get things right with the Lord. Tonight's your night to get things right with the Lord. Tonight is your night to get things right with the Lord. Where's number five? Where's number five? Where is number five? Uh-oh. There we go. Uh-oh. Where's number five? Uh-oh. Come on. Wherever you're at, we're waiting on you. I see you. We got you. I counted you. I got you. I got you, kid. All right, I guess I'm just using the first part of your your uh, your handle there. There's a fifth. Where is the fifth? I'm waiting on you. There you go. There's number five. Everybody, pray this prayer with me. I don't care if you and Jesus went to school together. Pray this prayer with me. Black, white, tall, short. Hear, hear me. Everybody's included. Nobody's excluded. Everybody look at me. Jesus died for everybody. For everybody. So whether you think he should have, or you don't like this or like that, you are not God. You do not have a lock on the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus covers everybody, even your enemies, even people you don't like. He died for everybody. Everybody pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth 
and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fall or if I fail, give me the grace to get right back up again. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, don't let me fall. Amen. Listen, guys, if you just prayed that prayer for the first time, recommitted yourself to the Lord, or you're now sure, you text HARVEST to 55498 in the option for salvation. When you do that, we're going to shoot your message right away uh, to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. All right. I pray that God lock this thing in you. Um, and if you're watching the replay, listening to the podcast and you're responding, you still shoot that text. Even though we didn't get you in the live count, heaven needs to count you. And so make sure you still respond. Guys, if you're going to sow, get that seed in the ground. 4210. Say, Bishop, I don't have 4210. Get as close as you can to it or just sow something with those numbers in it. If I were you, I'd get a seed to cover your fourth quarter in the ground. I'm a seed sower. Never be mad at somebody that's constantly harvesting because they're constantly sowing. So don't get mad. Every time somebody turn around, they're getting blessed. You know why? Because every time they turn around, they're sowing. Every time they turn around, they're sowing. So they got that Sunday service was fire. Yes, they were. Denver was amazing. Sunday night was amazing. And so Denver was amazing in the morning. Sunday night was amazing in Atlanta. And uh, online was amazing all day. We do apologize. The 11:15 did not air yesterday, and uh, but it was corrected at 1:15, and, uh, and so we'll make sure that issue is corrected uh, going forward. But uh, what, what if my uh, good? Then here's what you do: you tell the Lord, Lord, you provide the seed, I'll sow it. That's a good question. Uh, that's a good question. Question is, what if your account's negative? Can, can I be honest with you? You ready for some? Re you ready for some real talk? I know what it is. To be in that place like, whoa, like, what's up, God? I know what that is. And I watched them get me out of that place um, because I was determined to sell. My first book, let me say this real fast. My first book, uh, which we rebranded is Making Money Moves, The Art of Getting Your Finances On. Full disclosure, when I mention my books, none of that money comes to me. I give all of my book sales, and I've always given that all to the church. I've never taken a dollar from a book or anything like that. That's just how I do it. Different, different people do it differently. I'm not knocking anyone else's way. This is what the Lord told me to do. Um, but can someone sew for me if I can afford somebody over here says they don't have anything to sew. Who wants to sew for them? If you're gonna sew for somebody over here, you just wave whatever comment. We gotta go, but you wave. You were bold enough to ask, so I'm gonna be I'm gonna ask. Who wants to sew for this person? There's a person over here on TikTok. Who wants to sew for them? Who wants to sew for them? Right there. There you go, right there. My TR is gonna sew the seed for you. Just that fast. You're gonna get that seed in the ground for you. Tara, when you sew it. You just you just put four uh, on for uh, uh, you know something from their handle. You can see it right there. Bam! There you go. Tawana says I'm reading that book now. Um, there's another. So I tell you what, Christina, you want to sew? You sew for the person that was just sewn here, Brody. You sew for Brody. Boom. There's another that wants to sew. You sew. Just say for the unknown person. You sew for the unknown person. There you go. There's a few. There's one right there. Naomi, you want to sew? No, that's one, two, three that want to sell, right? Crystal says she's going to double it. You just say for the unknown person. And for those that could not sell, we're going we're gonna to pray that that seed be accounted unto them, All right? But let me just say this. My first book, I wrote that, and uh, I, I said, Lord, if you get me through this valley, I'll teach other people how to do it. And I literally sold my way out of a financial valley, all right? I sold my way out of a financial valley. There's one, two, three people saying, because somebody sold for me. Well, those three, there's a fourth one. You're, there's four that your seeds are covered because there was at least four people that said they were going to do it. 
There you go. See what God just did? There's another. There's a fifth person. Who will sew for this fifth person? We need somebody to sew for this fifth person that's over here on TikTok. Or excuse me, IG. Who will sew for the fifth person? You just, okay, Susie's going to sew for you. Bam. Y'all see what he does? He gives seed to the sower. He gives seed for the sower. Diamond says, will somebody sew for her? All right. You sew for fifth? Okay. I need one more to sew for Diamond over here on Instagram. Who will sew for Diamond? I need one to sew for Diamond. Who will sew for Diamond? Who's going to sew for her? Who's going to sew for her? I just need to see your hand. If you got it, just let me know you got it. If you're going to sew for Diamond. Look at God. You see what see what's happening? He gives seed to the sower. This is amazing. He, this is amazing. You'll do it. Bam. All right. You'll okay. Boom. One, two. We got it. We got you covered. Okay. Now, those of you said you're gonna do it, make sure you honor what you committed to the Lord. But I love you guys. You're gonna do it for diamond. Cardenas got you diamond. She's gonna sew for you. See what just happened, y'all? Oh, we gonna we gonna listen. We gonna get this thing covered. I get so confused about the difference about sowing seed. Dominic, I encourage you to go to Church, tap the give button, and there's a bunch of teaching on there about giving, Dominic. Go to our give page, harvestchurch.church forward slash give. All right. All right. I love you guys. I pray that you have an amazing night. I'll see you on the pop-up tomorrow. What time are you going live, Bishop? We are going live tomorrow, um, and you'll get an alert on your on our app. You just text HARVEST to 55498 to get our app. We're about 15 minutes over tonight, but I love spending this time with you all. Y'all pray for me. I was up at four yesterday, up at four this morning, and my body needed some time to recover and recuperate this afternoon. And uh, But you pray for me. I feel good. I'm excited about this week. It's going to be a great week. Don't forget, in Atlanta, or this Sunday, our schedule, 9.15 in Denver, 6 p.m. in Atlanta. That's Eastern time, 9.15 Mountain time. And, um, and if you're in Atlanta, I need you to invite somebody to be with us in Atlanta, all right? How many are going to invite somebody? Do it today. Like, don't wait until Saturday. To think, come on, church with me. Invite them now. If you're in Atlanta you're going, or you got family in Atlanta, you're going to invite them to church on Sunday? Wave at me. Um, we had, and I, I don't know, she may be on. We had an individual. She drove two hours from South Carolina. We have a couple that they drive two hours every week from South Carolina to be there, to serve in Atlanta. Uh, it's amazing to see what God is already doing. Um, with um, what hasn't even started yet. We're just building the team. And so to God be the glory for that. All right, I love you guys. Shalom, everybody. Have an amazing night. I'll see you on the pop-up tomorrow. Love you. Shalom. See you, TikTok. Come on, Sarah in California. Thank you, Natalie. Praise God for that. I love it. I love it. I love it. Love you all. Shalom. Last but not least. I Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.